Good morning. It's the last Friday of this 14-day masterclass. Of course, all of this is free. There will be options for you to join afterwards. But again, you've done 14 days. It's near the end. And I hope it's been helpful. And I hope you feel like a different person. I mean, obviously, it's not enough time to completely change everything. But I hope it's been really, really useful. And you're coming up to your second weekend. And I hope you are better equipped for it, basically. But today's topic is really, really important. And it's not something people talk much about because a lot of online coaches and stuff like I will say just get into a deficit and lose weight right and while this is true you need the principle the deficit that has to be you have to get into a deficit to lose fat the map isn't the journey does that make sense I give you the map you get it I gotta go from A to B I understand but the journey itself isn't that map the journey is real life shit basically it's, it's tough it's hard and the biggest thing I found helping all of you guys over the years looking at research is that the impact the stress has on weight loss, the impact the stress has on the body in general. Now, there's an amazing book on stress called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers by Robert Sapolsky. It's a brilliant read. It's sometimes a bit technical, but he makes it really accessible. If you really want to understand the impact of stress on everything, read that book. But to take some things from that book and some of the experts we've had over the years with Turtle who are stress experts. When you're stressed, it's meant to be an acute thing, meaning it's meant to be short term. We get stressed, it means we've come out of balance and we need to act. And once the act is done, we've either run away to get safe, we've had a fight to whatever it may be, typically the flight or, f uh, fight, flight or fight response. Once that's over, we need to get back to baseline. Okay, so it's an acute thing. So, for example, in the book, he talks about if a zebra gets attacked, or I say zebra, I don't know why I say zebra now, a zebra gets attacked, it will run away and it'll be, you know, the stress response will be firing all cylinders. It'll run away from the lion. Once it knows it's clear, it'll just go back to eating the grass or go back to the water. Stress levels come way down. Done. Okay. What we do as humans is we get stressed and we prolong the response psychologically. So we don't just get acute stress anymore, which is normal, and our immune system improves. Everything improves in the acute stress. You, you sometimes need to go to the toilet because why would the why would your digestive system work? It needs to get rid of weight, right? So basically, you're kind of just getting ready to run and fight, right? And that's a fine, it's a perfectly great response for to protect yourself. But because we keep it on psychologically all day or multiple times a day, on off, on off, on off, that what we call chronic stress that causes a huge amount of problems think of a stress response as this all-out response right it's a taxing thing keep that on it's like driving a car flat out around bends tires are screeching all that stuff all the time the white the tires are going to wear out the engine is going to be broken up soon because of the, the, it's just all out the stress everything it's just crazy right and what happens when we are chronically stressed and when it comes to weight loss and stuff is interesting because when you're acutely stressed so for example think back to sports day before you'd have to do a run or before a presentation back in school you would you don't feel like eating your appetite's gone you're nervous right you feel your heart rate goes up all this stuff but what happens interestingly when we're chronically stressed is our appetite actually goes up and it goes up for foods that are high in salt, fat and carbs or sugar. We want those pleasurable things. Um, 
our immune system actually drops. So whilst it goes up acutely, short-term stress, if you're chronically stressed, it actually goes down. So your immune system goes down. You're, you're feeling hungrier, right, because of the response, right, which, is, which is terrible. Loads of other things happen inside the body that make weight gain easier, basically. And we are always feeling, uh, what's the word? We're always feeling run down. Right, we're feeling run down, weak, we get ill, um, there's a higher chance of getting ill, all these stuff's happen. And this can happen purely psychologically. This is the crazy part. So when they looked at chess players, they have the the impact on their body just staring at a piece of wood on a table, they're not even moving, is similar to a Formula One driver in terms of the stress or the, the, the impact of the body when they looked at the research, they explains it in the book. So we can psychologically create scenarios in our mind as if they are real, right? And because we can do that, we can always keep a stress response on. So our thoughts can genuinely make our body react as if we're in real danger, and that can cause the body to react if it's in real danger, and actually it's not. So the thoughts become the problem, and they cause more stress, more stress. And it makes it hard to lose weight, because when we're stressed, we're out of balance, which is what happens when you go to balance. You want to get back into balance. You want to escape the stress. And what do we turn to to escape the stress? Especially if we're chronically stressed and our desire to eat sugary, fatty, salty foods comes into play. So that in- increases that. And what do we do? Of course, we turn to those foods all the time. Comfort eating, emotional eating, stress eating, all part of the same tree. So what do we do in that sense? So someone says, go into a deficit, Scott. And I go, do you know what? I'm so stressed every day that I'm, I'm, I'm on edge. I feel ill. I can't, my, my heart's racing. I just need to eat stuff that's making me feel better. And you go, yeah, just be in a deficit though. Yeah, I get that. I get the deficit, but I'm just so stressed. I can't, I just, can't, just turn into these foods. I don't know. It's just, and do you know what? When we are chronically stressed as well, it impacts the frontal cortex. So the decision-making part of your brain is impaired. So the decision-making part of your brain, the frontal cortex, helps you do the right thing when it's the hardest thing to do. So if I say it again, it helps you do the right thing when it's the hardest thing to do. So it can override things. It can say, do you know what? This is the harder thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. And that's where your frontal cortex comes into play. That frontal lobe, the most recently evolved part of our brain. That's impaired, meaning it's not working as it is when you're highly stressed. So that overriding rational human being that's inside our mind doesn't make the executive decision to say, hold on, that's the second bag of Maltese that you've had now, Scott, what are you doing? Why are you turning to that, you just had food. Is that the right decision? I know you want it, but we, we, we shouldn't, we, you know, we should delay the, you know, that kind of delayed gratification. It goes th- gets thrown out the window with stress. So. It's, it's highly it's highly important that we are able to handle our stress, right? And the, the ways to handle stress, we need outlets for stress. Because in the book, it talks about research with rats. One rat was stressed with getting shocked, and it didn't have any outlet. It was just stuck in this little box. The other rat, the second rat, was stressed the same way, but was able to nibble on this, like, thing. Like a toy or a wood thing. It was able to nibble on it, like, yeah bite against it right when I was stressed the first rat developed ulcers all over the body the second rat didn't develop any ulcers 
the reason why the second rat was able to have an outlet for the stress it was able to go nibble kind of think of it like a workout think of it like a walk think of it like talking to your friend it's able to not hold it all in and holding it all in and not having an outlet for it think about it. the body when it gets stressed is ready to run it's ready to fight it's in your heart is racing adrenaline is flying your glucose is shooting into your muscles into your into your thighs it's ready to move and what we do when we're stressed is we sit down and go over and over and over and keep it going. The best thing to do is go out for a walk, maybe go and do a short workout, you know, get something, get the release out. So you need the outlet for stress. Your outlets for stress are very, very important. So find an outlet for stress. When you feel stressed, make it a habit. I'm really, really stressed. I'm going to go for a walk, right? I'm going to walk the dog. So anytime you feel stressed, you need to do something that involves some movement. That's going to help. Okay, another way he talks in the book that helps stress and an outlet for stress is to have predictability. Okay, so you have this predictability. You know you've got food. You've got your meals prepped or something. You know you've got predictability in your routine, so you can see you've got this predictability going. Because if it's always unpredictable and you're highly stressed, it adds more stress. This predictability to your life is very very important. Other way is understanding that your mind and the stress in the brain is like a bucket so the bucket fills up with stress and this is not just stress from uh psychologically it's stress from workouts it's stress from doing more physical stuff like you know when you're pushing too far all stress goes into this bucket and when we sleep at night and we have REM sleep the deep sleep that helps um empty a bit of the bucket so you might go to bed with stress simmering at the top and then you have a sleep and it will reduce it 24%. And you wake up the next day, but got a bit of space, right? But if you don't sleep, if you don't get a good enough sleep, and this is so important, you think you can go in five hours, you need more. Look at trying to get seven at least. Sleep can help reduce the overall allostatic stress, the stress bucket. And you can wake up the next morning, completely new mindset, new day, get a bit of activity going in the morning, get a bit of journaling going, get some momentum in the morning. And you start building this new routine which again brings you what i said earlier predictability it, ha- it brings you the outlet of stress in the morning with workouts or walk ahead of schedule not just waiting until the last moment and you get to sleep to empty the stress bucket right and this is where like this a philosophy called stoicism will help and we can talk more about that at a later date but you need to be able to understand the impact of stress as, and it's way worse than what I've mentioned. It gets it gets way worse, and I can't get into all of it because I'll be here all night. But it gets worse. So, you need the outlet for stress. You need to have a predictable routine, right? And you need to understand the stress bucket. Knowing that, if you don't help yourself there, fat loss becomes extremely hard over time because the, the stress response is so powerful you just want anything to do to get rid of it you feel uncomfortable you need and the first thing you turn to that's pleasurable is food we love food and we turn to that and then what happens is we overeat we gain weight the gaining weight causes us more stress and it keeps going a cycle of doom basically a shit storm right so for this weekend and straight look there was a study done as well on two two groups of people one group of people who said they're always stressed another group of people said they were zen, right? And they wanted to see if actually there was a difference internally with their stress response. What the research showed was, actually, there wasn't much of a difference between the two groups, apart from the mornings. 
the more the people that said they're always stressed in the mornings their cortisol levels their stress hormone was much higher right and that can lead you to a day of more stress so it's a self-fulfilling prophecy you can say i'm always stressed internally day in the day not much of a difference only when it comes to the morning and you tell yourself in the morning i'm stressed and you you start off and the zen person will just have them first hour to themselves first half an hour to themselves will be more chilled and their stress hormone doesn't spike but because you're already stressing yourself out psychologically in the morning you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy you are creating this response of higher cortisol which then causes more stress throughout the day do you you get what i'm saying so the mindset is we need to be rational we need to understand that we need good sleep we need to go for exercise and walks we need outlets for stress with our friends turtle radio whatever it may be and be building this right and then when it comes to moments or where we need to worry we need to be like the zebra 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 we need to be like the zebra where we only truly should turn on that stress response because it's an all it's an all-out response it's like let's get everything behind this it's very taxing we should only want to turn that on in very ne- necessary situations not because someone said that you annoyed them right someone messages you in a group chat oh my god i can't believe uh, i can't believe joanne messaged me and said that and then you go i can't believe her for hours i can't believe she said that to me turning on your stress response right about someone doing a silly message using the thing that needs to get you out of life and death situations on a text message that's not the purpose of the stress response so for this weekend today let's understand let's not let everything get to us things don't disturb you your perception of things disturbs you right because if you think things disturb you that means that they have full control of your mind but you can look at some someone can say something to you and you can have a different mindset about it and fair enough that's your opinion and your they, they don't impact you but a lot of people take everything they are slaves to everyone's opinions they are slaves to everything other people's emotions everything so you your inner citadel and the stoics talk about this that you should protect your mind like you're walking on cobbled streets or walking on rocks you are making sure that every step is done properly or you're going to break your ankle aren't you with your mind you should ensure that as well you need to make sure that you are protecting it you're you're observing you're making sure that it's not going to go off easily and break and you need to understand that you have to be you are you are the protector you are the one you are the person that says the story to the mind about what's happened and that story is what causes everything right so handle stress fat loss becomes much easier handle stress life becomes easier handle stress and you'll be a more chilled out nicer person basically because stress can impact the frontal cortex can impact your decision making part of the brain can make you very irrational can make you very emotional and you can say things you don't want to say la 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 la. right so that's just my thing on stress uh, i don't want to go <laughs> too on but too much now because it's been 15 minutes um but if you can help help yourself with stress you will go a long long way um and this is the last friday of the master class so i hope you've enjoyed it you've got a few days left of course a few more podcasts there's a podcast on sunday to listen to with uh, our q a with dr ids who is a nutritional researcher and doctor it's unbelievable you're going to learn loads on that sunday so plan a walk on sundays an hour long listen to dr ids get information in and then you'll have your final check-in on monday okay so you'll have your second check and review your data again you're a scientist remember that you're not going to be judging yourself all this stuff you are simply a scientist looking at your data over the last two weeks 
And then, of course, if you want to keep with us as Turtle Method, there'll be options for you to stay on with us. But again, no pressure for that. We've done, we just want to help as many people as possible. And that's why we've made this two-week masterclass completely free and not just a trial. Like we genuinely want to help you all. So hope you enjoyed. Have a good weekend. Try and keep it low stress. And uh, I'll speak to you all soon.